Mauriori Tifano, welcome back to a new podcast episode. Kotikahukura Boynton Tokuinga, Huditene no Natsukahunga, Tuhu, Tifakatohia, Hoki, and this is my podcast, the Māori Millennia Podcast. This podcast is on a mission to empower Fano Māori to become financially independent. I'm 20 years old and I started this journey two years ago with my own personal finance journey where I was able to get out of being broke and so now I'm here to help empower other people to do exactly the same thing. If you're new here then please listen through the episode and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, If you loved it, I would really, really appreciate it. And then if this is an episode that you really enjoyed and you want to share with your friends and whanau, please share it away. And I love it when you guys share it on your story and tag me. That just makes my day. Um, It is kind of like sad sometimes when I'm here by myself recording an episode um, and I I don't know who's going to listen to this and so it really does make my day when I can hear that or see that you guys have enjoyed it by posting it on your stories. So without further ado, let's just get on to today's podcast episode. Um, I recently got a message from a tāne who has bought a home with his uh, wife and they are making good headway with their mortgage but they're at a stage now where they have a bit more putia, like the difference between their mortgage repayments and how much income they have. So they have some disposable income and they are trying to figure out whether they should continue to pay down the mortgage or if they should invest that putia elsewhere. So this podcast episode is all about that dilemma. Um, but before we get started, I did want to put a disclaimer out, as goes with all of my content from Māori Millionaire Limited, is that I'm not a qualified financial advisor, this should not be considered financial advice, this is for educational purposes only, and I please beg you to do your own due diligence and um, seek your own financial advice from a qualified professional. Um, but anyways, let's get on to it. So the first part of this kopapa is actually creating a strategy that works for you. So the mortgage payoff strategy. One of the things that you want to look at is financial freedom. So financial freedom is more of a, a feeling that comes once you have enough putia coming in to cover your expenses um, that you don't you don't no longer need to work. So that's a really important journey to be able to reach financial freedom and I guess that's the big goal for many of us to reach financial freedom so we want to make decisions that are contributing to being able to get to financial freedom Um, and so one of the things that we want to look at when we're looking at our mortgage is the interest savings by paying it off earlier so that's one of the biggest things that I would look at is doing your numbers to figure out how much interest you would actually save by paying off your mortgage earlier um, because you can reduce the overall interest paid over the life of the loan by by paying it off sooner. The other positive of being able to pay off your mortgage sooner is the emotional satisfaction. And as Māori, I understand that a home is more than just an asset. It is a place to call home. It is a place to bring your whānau to. And the feeling of knowing that you will never get kicked out of this whare because you own it is unmatched, really. And so that emotional satisfaction for some people is more important than making putia by investing elsewhere. They would rather pay that house off first and uh, look at other investment forms at a later date. And personally, I total call 
that kind of facado because I too am on my own home ownership journey and I'm looking to buy my house soon um hopefully next year which is my goal but that is something that I'm not sure yet if that will be important to pay it off but I do know that you know as parents I'm not a parent but for other parents that is really important to have a place that they own outright and that would be more important than say investing in the stock market whilst also paying off your mortgage so that's definitely like an an emotional aspect of this which I want you to delve deeper into and look at why you're thinking um, you want to do this I don't think there's anything wrong with having uh, with wanting to pay off your mortgage sooner so that you can have that emotional satisfaction but I think it's something that you shouldn't do willy-nilly like you need to be able to go and go why am I why is this important to me we want to make decisions based off of um, firstly facts and evidence but then also an understanding of the emotions behind it we don't want to just be making emotional decisions and especially when it comes to investing that's actually a very very big issue that a lot of investors have is emotional investing emotional investing is when you uh, place your emotions over the facts basically so for example you might go actually I just really want to go shopping today and I'm sick of investing I'm sick of not having enough money every week for my shopping because I'm investing so I'm just going to sell all of my shares and I'm going to go shopping and I have done this before do not get me wrong and that was an emotional decision it wasn't based off of any evidence it was purely out of emotions and that's something that we have to manage because every single human in the whole entire world has emotions, obviously. Um, but being able to manage your emotions when it comes to investing is super important. So I wouldn't say don't pay your home off sooner purely for this. But I would push you to look at why you want to pay it off sooner or look at why you want to invest elsewhere and really delve deeper into understanding why because when you look at why it makes you understand your actions a lot differently so one of the examples was that when I was at uni in my first couple of years so my first year I was very very broke had no money at all I was able to save up some money um over that period of time and I built my emergency fund and then when I went back in my second year I had my emergency fund and I had enough putia coming in to cover all of my living costs and some but I despite feeling pain in my puku refused to go to the doctors and I didn't understand this and for a long time would have been maybe six months I just didn't go to the doctors even though I had severe puku um, problems and I had to delve deeper because I was like why am I doing this because I wasn't neglected as a child that I didn't go to the doctors so it wasn't like anything like that um, it wasn't that I didn't have enough money because I did and I had to figure out why I did it and what I came to realise was that I was copying my mother. My mum always puts other people before her and she um, sometimes does it to her own detriment. And so I was doing exactly that because when people asked me for koha or if they asked me for a tick, I would give them putia. So, you know, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there, it adds up. But when I needed to spend $16 on me going to visit the doctor, I would say no. So that was what I uh, consider poverty mindset we need to make sure that we are looking at the decisions we are making and finding out why we are making them because 
these decisions can cost you millions over your lifetime. So by me not prioritizing my health, I was tired all the time. I was mawiwi all the time. I missed school. I missed work. I missed so many things. And that was only a product of me wanting to save $16. Was it worth saving $16 for all of the consequences I got by not going to the doctors? Cool, it was not. Um, and so luckily now I will pay to see a doctor and I will pay for anything hauora related if someone tells me I need to do this or I need this medication for this I'm like okay I'm going to figure out a way to pay for it because my holder is so important to me now um, but that's only a growth from that level where I didn't I refused to go to the doctors uh, so that's another thing to do so I want you to firstly look at financial freedom why is this important to you what is your strategy to getting there number two is look at how much uh, figure out the figure how much money you're actually going to save on interest by paying off your house earlier. Point number three is the emotional satisfaction. So you want to look at uh, why this is important to you to pay it off sooner or why is it important to you to invest elsewhere. Where does this come from? Because it's really important we understand where things come from. But the next segment of this corridor is about the alternative of paying off your house like in the normal time frame and investing the difference um and so one of the things that I wanted to go over was compounding interest so if you're a regular listener to the podcast you'll know that compounding interest is something that adds up so you make that initial piece of interest and you continue to make interest off of the interest so let's say I have ten dollars and I made ten percent interest in the first year so I got one dollar back so I got eleven dollars um in the next year and then in the next year, I'm making 10% off $11. So that's $1.10. So then the following year, I'm at $12.10. And then that year, I'm making 10% off $12.10, which is um, $1.21. So each year, it's adding up. That's called compounding interest. So when it comes to investing your money to grow through compounding interest, we want to look at what ones are going to perform best for us so if we look at our fuddy how is that going to contribute to the compounding interest of that and if we look at the stock market stock market alternatively how much compound interest are you going to make through that um, and you are going to need to do these numbers yourself on a piece of paper or on an excel spreadsheet to actually work out because i can't i can't do this uh for you in your specific circumstance because it really depends on how much how much money are you spending on your mortgage repayments how much interest are you paying how much spare is there between um, your expenses and how much you would like to invest you need to do these numbers yourself on an excel spreadsheet um, or on a piece of paper if you guys need help and you want specific questions around doing this specific exercise then please send me a message um, and I can help or, or create a podcast episode specifically on doing those numbers of correlating the difference um, but that would be the first one the next thing to consider is diversification so for those that don't know diversification is essentially not putting all of your eggs in one basket you want to have a diversification of of investments in your assets so what this means is you might have say 50% of your investment portfolio within the share market and you might have 30% within your business and you might have 20% within real estate those um those those percentages are actually a bit off because the real estate would 
probably be a, a higher proportion of your investment portfolio. But just for the purpose of this exercise, all I'm saying is that diversification is important to have your investments in different pools. And the important bit about this is that not all investment markets operate the same um, at the same they don't perform the same all the time so the share market might not be performing well but the property market might be doing better so it's important to have a diverse set of asset classes so that you're able to mitigate risk so risk is an important area within this podcast that I wanted to talk about because it is dependent on your risk appetite So your risk appetite is how much of a hunger do you have for risk. So some people can handle more risk than other people and some people prefer to be more risk adverse so they don't have much risk. Um, Women predominantly like to be more risk adverse so they like to have less risk and I think that's because women predominantly have more responsibilities in life so we tend to care for the children more often when you know men can leave the kids with the woman and the woman bears that responsibility and then also we care for a lot of older people predominantly or proportionately to um, our male male counterparts so in terms of those responsibilities that we hold women like to have less risk to be able to um, make sure that we have everything we need because we are the ones looking after the whanau and that way I'm not meaning all of the time and I do know men who do but I'm meaning children will often fall into the hands of a, a woman and so what's important here is to actually understand your risk tolerance and how much risk you are willing to have so for myself my like my KiwiSaver account is in a lower risk category and that's because I want to buy my house and so I don't have much time in the market to ride through the lows and the highs of the market because I'm looking to withdraw it um, in a short time frame and by short I mean less than three years so if I had say if I was using my KiwiSaver for my retirement there would be at least 45 years to go until then I would have it in a much higher risk uh portfolio because there's so much time to write out the highs and the lows that's the same with uh, property is that you've got so much time to write out the highs and the lows a mortgage term is over say like 25 30 years the market is going to definitely go up and it's going to go down over that period of time so understanding your risk and then making a decision based off of that is another important aspect The next important aspect is actually liquidity. So liquidity is how accessible the putia is. So in a house, it's not very liquid. liquid. And the reason for that is that when you put your house on the market, there's still going to be, you know, time before the house sells, time before the putia comes in, time before settlement occurs and all of these different things. There may be a a, at least three-month delay by the time you put the house on the market and before the putia actually arrives in your account so that's not very liquid but the share market however say if I was investing through sharesies I can at the flip of a hat go actually I'm going to sell my whole portfolio and I can have that money within my bank account in about three days 
that is a liquid investment. So it's something that is readily accessible. So in terms of diversification and liquidity, what we want to do is diversify. So how so if some of our portfolio is in the share market, which is liquid, and some of it is in the property market, which is less liquid, then we want to have a nice combination of that. So that worst case scenario, some of it is able to be used. The next thing really to consider is your time horizon. So Your age is a very important thing to consider. How old are you and how much time do you have left to um, actually take up the potential for compound growth? Because if you're quite old, there's less time in the market for you to recover from the lows and to win the highs. If you're young, you have a longer period of time to ride out the highs and the lows of the market. So I'd really look at time horizon, your risk tolerance, Um, your financial goals, diversification, liquidity, compound interest, your emotional satisfaction, and then the interest you're actually going to save on your mortgage by paying it off sooner. That was a bit of a mouthful, wasn't it, whanau? I think there is so much to consider with this part of do I pay my house off faster or do I invest the difference in something else? I cannot tell you what to do, obviously, Um, and it's really important that you make this decision yourself based off of all of the different concepts I was talking about. Is it important that you have liquid assets because, say, you have children and you may need that putia for them? Do you have insurance, like health insurance and life insurance? Because if you don't have those, then you are self-insured, so that means that you need access to putia should anything happen. Um, But if you do have health insurance, then that makes it better because you have uh, putia for that. But also, how much is your excess? Do you have enough money to pay the excess? All of these things are very important to consider. And it's not a decision I would take lightly. It's one that I would really crunch the numbers and go through thoroughly to actually make an informed decision. Do I pay my house off sooner or do I invest the difference elsewhere? It's really important to crunch the numbers and so many people I know do not bother to crunch numbers or they they don't know how to crunch the numbers. Um, So if that is an episode that you would like uh, me to do, please send me a message or send me an email. However you can figure out how to contact me, Kate Paitera, I would love to hear from you and I would love to have um, some insight into what problems you are going through so that I can make my podcast more aligned with you and your problems. But that's us for today, Tefano. Thank you so much for listening to another Māori Millionaire podcast. Um, as I said at the beginning, please share this to your story if you enjoyed this podcast episode and please rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I have loved today's podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. Kakite.